Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake, a weekly transmission from the Nexus of Realities. I'm Soltis, and joining me are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Lumberdor. I'm the chosen one. And Doug. Don't call me Doug. Call me Betty. Tell me if you see a radio shack. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, Beaches is busy taking care of some uh, activities, and will be unable to join us, but maybe next week. Kung Pao Enter the Fist is a 2002 American martial arts comedy film that parodies Hong Kong action cinema. Written, directed, and starring Steve Odekirk, it uses footage from the 1976 Hong Kong martial arts film Tiger and Crane Fists, also called Savage Killers, along with new footage shot by Odekirk to create an original unrelated plot. The film was a moderate box office success, grossing $17 million worldwide on a budget of $10 million. However, it received largely negative critical reviews. In many of the scenes, Jimmy Wang Yu, the lead actor in Tiger and Crane Fist, was replaced by Odekirk via post-production chroma key and digital compositing techniques such as head replacement. Odekirk also redubbed all of the original cast voices himself, inventing a different voice for every character. The only exception is the character of Wo, who is voiced by her actress, Jennifer Tung. During filming other scenes, Odekirk and Tung spoke nonsensical lines, which were later redubbed with the correct lines from the script, in order to maintain the appearance of poorly dubbed foreign language consistent with the rest of the film. As with a great many of our discussions, it would be very beneficial if you were to watch the movie for yourself. I'm sure we will be quoting things and there won't be a whole lot of context. There's a great many ridiculous comedy bits that we'll reference that sound absolutely insane. This is a nonsensical cartoonish movie. It features such characters as Moon Yu, one of the antagonist's evil companions, which is a Holstein cow gifted in martial arts with a large udder that can squirt milk as a weapon. One of the things that helps this movie find a special place in my heart anyway, is how it is done in such good faith. It isn't mean-spirited at all. People are just having fun. Kung Pao Enter the Fist is 81 minutes long. If you enjoy these conversations and would like to contribute or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at ourbidnightcake.com, liking and subscribing, and sharing the transmission with your friends. Be sure to join us next week for our discussion on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 martial arts superhero film based on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. Okay, so this is a movie that we've all seen several times. Has it held up in this most recent viewing? Yes. I, I think overall, I think overall it does. Yes. I think so, just because it's so, it's so original and it's crazy content. That's what for, that's for me is what made it hold up. The CGI, a little dated, but yes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the idea is solid and it's entertaining, and I think that that carries through. Well, Doug, you know more about seventies kung fu action movies I than love, I think any of us here. I do love seventies yeah. kung fu action movies, which is why I like this movie. 
uh, oh man, I can't remember the guy's name. This is the guy that's Betty. You know, I've seen him in a lot of stuff, even though I'm blanking on his name right now. But like the whole the whole shtick with the the actual hand, iron hand is like an iron claw, is like such a that's such like a 1970s kung fu movie weapon, like a hundred percent. I am completely unsurprised. Maybe the most infamous one is the flying guillotine, which I don't know if you've ever heard of that movie, but it's essentially like a top hat that they would throw Uh like a Frisbee and it would land on someone's head and drop down and you pull a chain and it would chop their head off. It like release these blades at the bottom of the, so I was like, yes, the swinging a, a chain with the hand on it is at home here. A hundred percent. More of that, please. <laughs> yes. And I think that's part of why, you know, the sillier stuff works for me in this is because I expect like some serious schlock when I, when I go to watch this movie. Well, it's such a great parody of. Oh, Faye Lung is the his genre. genre. There we go. Faye Lung. Oh yeah. Lung. It is such a great parody of it. And it does. The thing, too, which I think it was a Woody Allen movie. I think it's called What's New Pussycat or something like that. It was this Japanese movie that was like a um, almost like a James Bond kind of guy. But it was like horrible and very inappropriate things with women. And but he he took it and dubbed over it in this same way. Reused the footage, cut out parts and stuff. And um, I think it was a maybe a 70s film or something. I can't remember whenever Woody Allen was. I don't know things about dates. But done in a very similar way. I feel like this is done so much better than that. But that's just my personal opinion. It's just so goofy. Like the the opening scene with the baby. Absolutely ridiculous. This I mean, the baby's the CGI on the baby's a little dated, and it looks like that. um, Sure. What was that dancing baby that? Although they were wise to keep it in the shadows. And, yeah. and in the darkness and stuff. I was so thinking it, in that first scene, that very thing that they yeah. kept, they kept anything CGI in the shadows. And otherwise it was like a close-up of feet mm-hmm. running up an arm or something. It's a very uh, current DC move. If you're talking about the Justice League <laughs> and movies like that. And then, and then when the baby's falling down well, the hill. That's just, ob- be, just, just from poor cinematography. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry, they planned this. <laughs> this was clever. Yeah. This was clever. Yeah, this was clever. <laughs> and when the baby's rolling down the hill, you know, it's obviously a dummy, which is another. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you watch old kung fu movies, you're going to see some dummies get mangled. You know, it's like it's a sort of a nod to some of that. That's like also the scene where they're beating them with the sticks, and they're obviously mm-hmm. just oh, smashing I love a dummy that scene. on the ground. Yeah, but the thing about the baby scene that got me that I had forgotten. You know, as it rolls down and the woman the lady picks, picks it up. him up. Yes. She's like, you're that's, cute and kisses it and then just rolls it down. Rolls it back on the other side <laughs> of the hill. I think that's one thing for me, too. It's like, I, lo- I remember watching this movie when it came out and loving it. But it's been a long time since I've watched it. So it was like it was brand new to me. All oh, the I haven't seen it were, since college, I think. And I had forgotten new. a lot. So all those punchlines that got me years ago just hit the same way, exactly the same way. Um, just the timing <laughs> of it is so good. Like you're talking yeah. about the the baby rolling down the hill. And, oh, so good in the opening scene and like doing the flips and just like all the craziness. It's just now they they show early on. I think with like the baby rolling down, and she kisses it and just keeps rolling it. Like they're gonna keep playing every joke for as long as they can. It's like oh, yeah. joke upon joke upon joke. Like that 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 scene when the camera keeps zooming in. Yes, like back and forth on them, just over <laughs> and over, and it just starts zooming in on like random stuff. 
uh like it zooms in like on his nipple or something yes. it's just yeah they're gonna they're gonna play that for longer than you think they will yes. to try to get as and many laughs out probably of probably longer can. than they should or oh yeah now that's the, <laughs> that's the point they should <laughs> yes. there are some cases where i was like okay that doesn't hit for me quite the same but i still appreciate their willingness to try to push it as far as they can though it's a lot it's almost too much sometimes steven odekirk who wrote and stars and created this whole movie he's had quite a career i didn't realize he wrote so many screenplays yes uh, he was involved with the ace ventura series uh yep oh really Bruce mm-hmm. Almighty, uh, Jimmy Neutron, that Barnyard. That makes sense comedy-wise. Patch Adams, uh, what? He wrote Patch Adams. I, I enjoyed that. that oh, he was a writer movie. on In Living Color. How did I know? Okay. That's a wide variety of different types of comedies, too, that you just listed. Uh, Ace Ventura makes no sense as well, but it has Jim Carrey, so it's worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I still love it. I had an Ace Ventura, too poster hanging up in my room i tried when I, was I tried to watch that movie where he's like i tried to watch ace ventura i made it 20 minutes and i was like that's enough uh, i never turn off past, a movie i was like nope the, uh, didn't even get to the good part where like him and dan marino are in the car and he's like you got any more of that gum ace i have watched all the, good the the rare little known canadian horror film called things and i watched it all could not watch ace ventura Oh, hey, Beaches. It's, it's that guy. It's, true believers. It's Beaches <laughs> with another with another cameo. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite scene in Kung Pao? Or your favorite um, your favorite gag? Your favorite line? I think the Taco Bell. I like is a go strong for one. chucks, and I cannot lie. There's flying pyramids in the sky. The girl drops <laughs> in with a single breast and a guy living in my face. His name is Tungi. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> That's good. That was good. Oh, the guy with the the boom box hired in the dude. back of all the fights. That <laughs> yeah, just, oh, just that was it out. <laughs> one of my favorite parts. I do like that fight with the Gopher Chucks. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene where they're um, he's running after the guy, and there's literally just like you know somebody's like behind him with a leg, just yeah, smacking him with a fake leg. leg. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, there's so many absolutely ridiculous gags in this movie. Mm. And it's all strung together. I enjoy the effort that went into making this movie as far as taking an older 1970s Kung Fu movie, Mm -hmm. redubbing it, re-editing it, recutting it, and inserting... Basically power rangering it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Basically power rangering it. Gave it a Savon treatment and called it a movie. You just verbified that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we sabonded you know, there you go on that note <laughs> like, weirdly enough one of my favorite sequences is in the credits when he shows like some of the techniques and things they did i find it like, oh, yeah. really interesting i would like to see that more was cool. I, yes. I thought that was super cool like uh, see, scenes where you're wondering like was that fly in the original scene <laughs> right. and then they show you that it was not <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did scour the source of all knowledge, and it was talking about like filming scenes, like in his pool, in his backyard, mm. parts of scenes, or 
like using oh, like yeah, being the, in his backyard the, and shooting the, the mushu fossa yeah yeah the lighting in and the hair dryer to get the oh, wind effect love, and all this I, stuff i'd forgotten about mushu fossa oh my gosh where they I basically do the simpsons that, yeah. gag about <laughs> yeah <laughs> the lighting and the speaking of the end credits this was like an Mushima. era with comedies where everything was a joke like even even the stuff they knew they were filming for the behind the scenes, they were they mm-hmm. were doing jokes in that. Oh yeah, the when DVD he had makeup done on his probably tongue. had jokes in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't the, get the guy at the craft services table getting milk from the cow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, did we did we have we covered Steve's background yet? We we talked about that he wrote some screenplays, but that's all we talked about. And then he directed got on Ace Ventura, right? Okay. Well, yeah, that that was it. When you came in, we were talking about Ace Ventura. That's how I was on an Ace Ventura rant about how much I hate Mm. that movie. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I'm saying you need to somehow love the sequel, maybe. See, never seen it. it. No. No. You need to. It's it's hugely improved. I think it's a really strong word. (laughs) Think of it as a horror movie. Think of it Especially as a horror movie. for any movie. I, I need, I need to see Love and Thunder three more times. You know, no, and it's you not. Do a, not. It's Nobody not a needs total, to see Love and Thunder even once. It's not a total Jim Carrey <laughs> band. I saw it's it just that particular movie. era of Jim Carrey is like does. I'm yeah, not yeah. With it. The mask is pretty good. The mask was good. Anyway, Steve, Steve, Steve. Who? What, I, what I else? Think have... We we maybe we maybe mentioned this. Is Steve Odenkirk is not related to Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> Nope, no, he's not. No, uh, <laughs> Patton Oswald is liar, <laughs> as per usual. But yeah, very nice career he's had. You know, one of the best, one of my favorite uh, dubbing gags that made me laugh way more than it should have was the ventriloquist one. Oh, <gasps> that is <yes>. so good. <laughs> we are ventriloquists, especially once they're like hanging. Yes, and and they're obviously dead. Yeah, I swing a bit more. I swing a bit less. We are ventriloquists. <laughs> It's just like he will waste no moment to pack uh-huh. as many stupid jokes as he can into every second of this film. It's and I just be can't one help of the but most salute quotable him. movies. Or the dog. The, the dog oh, yes. barking is always off. <laughs> and it, it's all it always takes a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, that makes me think of when he's quotable movie. When he's running mm-hmm. between all of them and they're dead. Yeah. And they keep calling him over to, to him and he's <laughs> Yeah. That's another example. Kind of was like it the beware the guy scene. with the big butt song? He kicks your ass to it. <laughs> 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 oh, I'll, 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 I'll I enjoy know, the stuff. No, no, the... I know my favorite scene. I've, oh, I've got it. it. This one's dying. This one's dying. No, this one's still alive. This one's still alive. Well, surely yeah. Wimp Low must be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hear the buzzing because of, the of flies course to and... Winlow, victory would be to ultimately die. Yeah, <laughs> your fist to my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping one day I could be the chosen one. <laughs> and I'm get, I think Steve did most of the voices in this, didn't he? Oh yeah, I, I think, think so. so. Emma, Emma. Okay, so I I love the way he would have Betty. Um, um, mumble, yeah, <laughs> it's just lighter. <laughs> birdie, 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 birdie. Yeah. <laughs> the shirt ripper got me every time. <laughs> That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> 
the inappropriate that how they made the uh the relationship between the two older masters like one almost just uh. really inappropriate <laughs> like that's a mortal wound yeah no be quiet keep going and just like all this, this <laughs> yeah. really weird yeah it is this stuff. is good for both of us <laughs> but it won't heal if you keep doing that oh. <laughs> they say later he died because his wound didn't heal properly yeah <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> i love watching it now um and realizing <laughs> How, how they just really did not try to make the um, the replacement Betty look like the original. <laughs> oh, man, not oh, yeah. close, they, yeah. They yeah. just put random guy in a wig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, again, very 70s kung fu of them to do that. Yeah, it's like the perfect movie to try it on. Oh, yeah, it really is. Because it can be as goofy as he wants, yeah. I think one of my favorite things that I'd forgotten about is, like, we were talking about the ventriloquist in the background, them talking, and then when they're training the students and they're chanting together as they do their kung fu moves and they're like one of us is wearing a push-up bra it's lacy and cute and whatever else they're saying but they're saying it while doing our all their poses sexual preferences are our own business yeah. <laughs> like they don't waste any opportunity to just do something ridiculous and i just i love it because you don't see so many comedies like go for this i guess but they <laughs> they don't know how to get the jokes properly or something like it's the, the timing's off short. and yeah. it's like they're waiting for the audience to respond instead of hitting the audience with one punchline after another <laughs> and as as has been mentioned recently where some some comedic directors maybe don't know uh the limits of a joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes, <laughs> um, they, they really seem to know. Do they? They knew with this one uh, how long to let something sit. Like even if it was long, it, they carried it just long enough. Like the sequence uh, where he he wants to see if he has the same power as Betty. Oh, <laughs> I gosh, guess to be yes. beat to death. <laughs> and the guys just keep beating on him and beating on him, and then they would take a break and, uh, well, well, did he say? Did you hear the secret? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He was supposed to. Oh, oh, supposed oh to do that secret he move. Throws us off. Mm-hmm. He's going to dramatically throw us off his body. Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> you can throw us off now. And I, I love a good obvious dummy. Mm-hmm. There's always one of my favorite gags on Married with Children, where the, the dummy would clearly fall off of the house. Oh yeah, it's so lifeless, <laughs> and it works. <laughs> It would be interesting to see um, exactly what he was saying in some of these scenes where he's, you know, he's spouting some kind of dialogue and then he has to go back and ADR it with what he's actually actually saying. Yeah, a great deal of, a great attention to detail and lack thereof at the same time permeate this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> oh, he swings his chain at the river. <laughs> yeah. Swinging the chain. What a terrible weapon, too. <laughs> There's no guarantee that those claws will find purchase on anything. Right. They hit every Yet. time, though. They, yeah, I love but when if he, they do. I mean, ow! He hits yeah. one blow, ow! And and you hear the squeakiness like deflate and die when he <laughs> hits him. <laughs> the, the air going out of a balloon. It's. I suppose it seemed to me like he had to have some level of martial arts training. Yeah, if I nothing wanna, else, it was pretty. I want to say this. 
because he always had to look at IMDb, right? I want to say that it said he he trained, like he had done martial arts. Okay. For much of his life. Have any of you actually seen the uh, the real films? This I've was... never seen it. No. You know, um... this is one of those things I've meant to do, but I've just never. I feel like it. going back and watching the uh, the 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 original Power Rangers. The Right. Yeah. <laughs> now I have gone back and watched the the original Power Rangers season, like you're talking about, and oh, it's bananas. I did, it is. It's bananas. <laughs> I think I enjoy it more the American Nas version of it, just because of the cuts in where they're in Angel Grove and stuff. Like it just adds something to it. I like they're totally not in Tokyo right now. Promise. The world over, they actually do love the Power Rangers, the Americanized version, except oh, for yeah. Bulk and Skull, where most people are like, "What is going on?" <laughs> granted we were two too. clowns <laughs> yeah, but this the movie sometimes called the savage killers mm. um sometimes called tiger and crane fist all these movies have like you know several names yeah so yeah there you go 1976 the curse so, of hey, foreign hey, film look, you can rent it on you can rent it on prime video oh. for a dollar <laughs> it might not oh. be worth a dollar <laughs> I think it would be worth a dollar. I think it would be worth see a where dollar. this came from. I would oh, yeah. watch it for a oh, I also Taco did that with um, it was Mystery Science Theater <laughs> 3000 with um, like one of the first ones I remember watching was uh, Laser Blast was where they commented on that one and I loved it and then I went went back and watched the original movie without you know their commentary and everything and it's from like horrible oh, yeah. movie 70 that's an awful and movie yes <laughs> i really enjoyed how awful it was like the dude it's, walking around it's with the, amazing the space gun and the weird mm. like party nerds and so so i mentioned the flying guillotine the earlier right the flying guillotine yeah. totally stars yeah. jimmy wang Yu, who is who odenkirk's replacing in this movie <laughs> With himself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about silly kung fu movie weapons, and the flying guillotine is my favorite. Where it's, where a, it's good a one. top, it's a top hat, you know. Yeah, you know. And uh, so it's Jimmy Wang Yu. My goodness, I didn't even realize that when I was first talking about it. I don't know enough about the original movie to really comment on this, but do you? Is it is it a a classic kung fu movie, or is is it is it well known? Is it I don't. I mean, Jimmy Wang Yu would be pretty well known, but I, I don't know much about that movie, honestly. Yeah, it certainly looks like a decent example of kung fu film. <laughs> That's a typical example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watching this movie makes me want to do something similar. Oh yeah, it's this, is is find, would find you another say... ridiculous movie and then re-edit it, redub it, and insert silly things into it would you say <laughs> the payoff with tungy was was worthwhile was it satisfying <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> not at all <laughs> doesn't right. the tongue yeah, say something off. like you uh you're a disgrace to french aliens <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yes that's that. betty is, betty is working specific with the pits and all baby <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sounds like oh, an ace betty. ventura joke because that makes as much sense as anything else that happens in this movie <laughs> yes somehow his tongue coming out and lassoing a spaceship in in the sky and, is not and the that's somehow that defeating happens. all of the yeah. other yes. 
For for those of you who have never seen this movie and have no point of reference to anything that we've been discussing so far, <laughs> go watch it. Go watch it. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> watch it with someone too that you think will not get it at all. That's someone that will hate it. Yeah. <laughs> someone will hate yes. It. <laughs> and, and then see how your friendship grows together. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you, and good night. Speaking of like remakes and and things and anniversaries, I, I, I assume in that it is uh, true, and I hope it's true. I read that uh, Paul Wright, Big Show, is supposed to be coming back as Captain Insano to the wrestling world. Like that's once what he wants his last big hurrah to be, which was his character from Waterboy um years ago in the adam sandler movie so i hope that's that's accurate that we get to see an actual <laughs> captain insano character in the ring that, that, that aw bought the rights to the character or something uh-huh. i guess there were yeah. rights to captain <laughs> so I, I hope that happens just because it, it seems it makes me, me happy but... that sounds amazing <laughs> i know I, I would actually i would what i'd love to see is like one of those fake documentary things but focused around the career of captain insano like make it a a sequel kind of to water boy and uh i, I would love to that's see that. a movie that's a movie i'd watch yeah it's it just we could write something like that oh yeah <laughs> i gotta do something on my useless you guys with knowledge. your with your knowledge of wrestling i bet that we could come up with a with a funny mockumentary like that all the things i could think of I could have in my brain. It's pro wrestling knowledge.